Okay, shalom, gentlemen. Chapter 23, Perak Kaf Gimel. Um, we're going to be using ourselves to a very deep level. This is a, this is uh, for sure up there in the top three most difficult prokim of Tanya. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's meditational. It's, it's really, uh, it's called his boiliness. We're going to be doing deep, deep his boiliness together. Okay, so you really need to be free of distraction and uh, it's not going to be easy and it's going to be frustrating, uh, but I hope we're going to get it. I really do. I really, really do. Okay, so we've just completed chapter 20, 21, 22, which were basically one unit that just basically said Hashem Echad. There's nothing other than Hashem. Yeah, you think you're something, you're mistaken. <clears throat> Yeah, your your agenda, all your all the things that you care about that aren't Torah mitzvahs are just illusional, delusional, not real. Okay, that's what it means. A shenachad, a shenachad doesn't mean uh, so. Idolatry doesn't mean I don't believe in God. Idolatry means I believe in myself at least a little bit. There's something else that God is the God of gods. He's He's for sure in charge, but there is there's there's my agenda also. My agenda also. So we left off basically having determined that that's that's the Matsyas Hashem Echad is not just a platitude, it's not just a poetic nicety, it's a description of reality mamash, yeah. Hashem Echad, Ain Shemi, including you. Okay, so now. The Rebbe gets in, chat, well, busy. Chapter 23 is explaining to us the mechanics of what happens when we do mitzvahs and when we learn Torah. And we're going to see how learning Torah is a deeper connection than doing mitzvahs. However, doing mitzvahs is pretty, pretty deep. Okay, so... Before we jump in, let's just quickly clarify an idea of the idea of how Bosha, of something being mislabesh in something else. What does it mean that something becomes enclosed or something enclodes something? I'll be Hasidus, I'll be Kabbalah. So, enclothing something, meaning the thing that becomes in well think of it just like this these are our clothes yeah and my clothes move because of my body so the thing that is being enclosed is what um not motivates is what energizes the thing that in that is enclosing the clothes are, it's annoying because I'm getting all the, the adjectives backwards in my head. What, what is enclosed, the thing inside the clothes, is energizing the clothes. That's what it means for something to be enclosed in something else. For example, your midas, your emotions, become enclosed in your behavior meaning your emotions motivate and energize your behavior, 
we clear on that? We I thought to... I thought Mal, I thought Malbushim were a little bit also. They were the Midos. They were what aren't the Midos the Malbushim themselves? Well, no. The, the the basic way we when we speak about a lavouche, we're talking about behavior, but we're not talking about behavior right now. I'm talking about a relationship. So the mashpia makabel relationship, zochnekeva, yeah, that is obviously husband and wife. But then the wife becomes mashpia to the children. So it's just it's a relationship. It's fluid. It's it's relative. So we're not talking about actual clothing as in the behavior. We're talking about the concept of, of a intention motivating something else. So, for example, you, um, you go and buy, um, I don't know, a, a, a safer. Your desire to buy the safer becomes enclosed in the action of buying the safer. That's where we're going to understand it. This is, this is, if we get this clear, then everything hopefully will fall into place. This is a very, very important idea. Yeah. So, so the thing that is enclosed is the motivating factor that what energizes the clothing. Okay. Okay. So mitzvahs, I just want to put on my mask on. And I just want to grab a glass of water. Okay. The mitzvahs are called the Ivrin de Malka, the limbs of the king. Torah, we call, we say, Torah and Hashem is one, but the mitzvahs are called the Ivrin de Malka, the limbs of the king. Now it's important to get this clear that you are not your limbs. A person, can lose a, a hand or a leg. Yeah, he hasn't been diminished as a person. He lost a hand or a leg. It's like, you know, losing a car, just it's a little closer to you. Something that you have, it's not who you are. So the mitzvahs are called the limbs of the king. Remember, we, we you have to hold them here, okay? We're going to build. And we can't, if you drop any parts of the, if you drop any pieces of the binion, then you might as well just go home and try and catch the rerun. What was it that caused the Shem to create creation? What's the motivating factor? Why did God make creation? So to, to do good for Tzadikim and to punish Rosham. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract that I asked that question because we could there's lots of things we could say. Really, my real question is what am I thinking about why did God create? <laughs> no, so 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 the, they feel racist. So they feel racist for the terror. Yeah, there you go. That so that that's the answer that I was looking for. Yeah, Hashem created the world so that His mitzvahs could be fulfilled. 
See, we've got it backwards. We think that because there's grass and cows and ink that we can wear to fill in, but that's not how it is. It's because there's a mitzvah of there's a mitzvah to fill in. Now there's grass and cows and ink. The mitzvahs are what cause the world to be. So now when we plug it into the Levushim thing, it comes out that the mitzvahs are the panemius rotson and creation is the Levush. Mitzvahs motivated Hashem's act of creation. So the mitzvahs are called panemius rotson. What's the difference between panemius rotson and chetzonius rotson? And one is a means to an end, and one is the end itself. Yes. So panemius rutzon means it's something you want in its own right. You you want to go skiing, yeah. You you're you the, the skiing is panemius rutzon, yeah. The 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 aeroplane ride to France is chitsonius rutzon. You don't really want to do that but you have to, so that you can fulfill your panemius rutzon. So the panemius rutzon of creation is the mitzvahs. And creation becomes a halbosha over that. Everyone's with me? Now, therefore, now this is a very, very subtle point, okay? We've got the mitzvah, and we've got the meiser mitzvah. Let's just talk about, um, let's talk about matzah. There's no, matzah is not a mitzvah. A Jew eating matzah on Pesach is a mitzvah. Matzah is just flour and water. The mitzvah is the Jew eating matzah on Pesach. That's called the Meiser mitzvah. There's the there's the chomer of the mitzvah, which in that case is the water, the flour, the teeth, the the palate. There's all there's the things of the mitzvah, the chomer of the mitzvah. But then there's the meiser mitzvah, which is a much more abstract thing. So now, if rots and Hashem, if the rots and Hashem. The mitzvahs are the panemius, are the are the are the the rutzon panemi, the panemius rutzon of creation, which is the levush. When we do mitzvahs, the meiser mitzvah, the actual the actual act of the mitzvah, becomes infused or merged with the panemius. It, it becomes a lavush on that panemius, on the panemius rutzon of the Rabboina Shloylem. The Rabboina Shloylem wants the mitzvah. The Meiser mitzvah is, in a sense, a means to an end, the end being the mitzvah. It's a very subtle point. So the Meiser mitzvah becomes a it's called a lavush panimi on the panemius rutzon. So the whole world is called chitzonius rutzon. That's the physicality of this world. The panemius rutzon is the desire for the mitzvah. 
And that means the actual Meiser mitzvah of the Yid becomes a Levush Panimi on the Panimi's Ratzon. It's closer to the Ratzon Hashem than is the physical things of this world. Much closer. But it's not, it's not the Ratzon Hashem. The Ratzon Hashem is that the mitz is the mitzvah. You're just doing the mitzvah. What's a, a Maisa mitzvah? What's an example of a Maisa mitzvah? The Maisa mitzvah is the actual act of the mitzvah, which means in regards to matzah on Pesach, it would be eating matzah on Pesach. That's a Maisa on an abstract level. That's a Maisa mitzvah. And, that's that, a, and you're saying that's a lavush. That's a lavush panimi. The lavush because the real because the real panimi is the rutzen. Exactly. The the panimius, the real panimi is the shem's tiver for the mitzvah. And now, therefore, the meiser is just a chitzona on the panimi. Exactly. The, the meiser mitzvah is now the closest thing to that. But then you've got the next level, which is actually the chomer of the mitzvah, the stuff of the mitzvah. Let's go. Let's forget about the mitzvah. Let's forget about the actual Maisa mitzvah again. So you've got Hashem has a desire for a mitzvah. And we just said that that's why the whole world got created. The reason why there's cows is because of tefillin. So what's Pinimius Ratzon? What's Chetzonius Ratzon? Pinimius Ratzon is tefillin. Chetzonius Ratzon is the cow. That's the Levush. That's the furthest Levush. On that, on that, um, on that inner rutsum. So now, is it correct? Is it correct to say that, in other words, because we see ourselves as different from the tefillin, right? We look at it as like, okay, you know, Hashem wants me to do the mitzvah, and in fact, Hashem wants this mitzvah to be done. You're just coming in and making it happen. You want to look at it. This is a very good way. We're going to explain this. I'll, I'll explain this now. It's a very good way of looking at it. Yeah. A mitzvah requires four coordinates, okay? Four coordinates are time, space, energy, and matter. It's really, if you want to be really, really, like, cool, it's actually without matter, it's just an illusion. So it's really just ashan, which is olim shan and nefesh. But for our point, we're going to call it time, space, energy, matter. Yeah, every mitzvah, if you wanted to create a um a uh, a table a massive table and plug in every mitzvah and assess the time space energy matter parameters of every single mitzvah you would end up with the shulchan Aruch. the shulchan Aruch is the discussion of the time space energy matter of every mitzvah that is what a mitzvah is a mitzvah is a specific um, combination of time, space, energy, matter. So, for example, eating matzah. Yeah, the time is the 15th of Nisan. Space, sp makom is weird. Makom's not, since Chorm base Amigdash, it's not so, but but let's just say not in the bathroom. But makom's kind of, let's just say you can do it anyway, basically. Yeah, so we got time, 15th of Nisan, makom, anywhere. Um, energy, the Jew, it needs a Jew to eat matzah. A goy eating matzah on Pesach is not a mitzvah. Yeah? And the chomer is the matzah, the flour and the water. You got me? You could go through every single mitzvah like that. And that would be, that would, 
That would give you the Shulchanach. So now think of it like this. You don't do a mitzvah. You become a chalik of the mitzvah. Just like you need flour for the mitzvah of matzah, you need the energy of a yid. You need a Jewish mouth and a Jewish boch. That you you become a chalik of the mitzvah. You shouldn't look at it as you're doing the mitzvah. That's very babyish and egocentric. You become a chalik of the mitzvah. You merge with the mitzvah. So, so that becomes what's called the Lavush Panimi on the Ratzon, on the on the Panimius Ratzon Hashem. Is everyone with me now? We've got the Ratzon Hashem, which is the desire for the mitzvah. Then we've got the actual mitzvah being done. That's the Lavush Panimi. And then what's the Lavush Chitsoini? Is the actual Thank stuff. Thank you. Hmm? Is the actual stuff of the mitzvah, the actual, the actual flour and water and teeth. Okay. So now you become the relationship of the Misa mitzvah to the mitzvah, to the desire for the mitzvah, is comparable to a goof and an asham. If a person is healthy, if a person is healthy, he he doesn't need to command his goof. It's it's done. It's it's essential. It's immediate. There is no there is no um, the the goof is bottled to the nasham. The goof is we better say the the goof is bottled to the nefesh. The goof is completely bottled to the nefesh. The nefesh wants to pick up the cup and drink. Before you know it, you've picked up the cup and you're drinking. The rutson of the nefesh becomes immediately manifest in the goof. Everyone's with me? So the rutson of the nefesh becomes immediate manifest in the goof. Doesn't that just sound like what we spoke about? The rutson Hashem is manifest in my Maisa Mitzvah, in me becoming a halik of the Mitzvah, of the Maisa Mitzvah, which is the coordinates, that precise coordinates of Ashen. Just as a side point, you should know that modern, modern physics has caught up with how we speak about Ashen, yeah? Oilam Shana Nefesh. Everyone's heard those three things before, yeah? No, it's Olam Shana Nefesh, time, space, and consciousness. What about matter? Because we know that matter is just an illusion of consciousness, like, like they know in this generation anyway. But anyway, that, that's a different topic. So anyway, so we've got the four, those four quali- those four coordinates of time, space, energy, matter. That is the Maisa Mitzvah in the correct, in, according to the Halacha. And that is a, that is like a membrane, so to speak, over the Rotson Hashem, over the Panemius Rotson Hashem, his innermost desire, which is the mitzvah, the innermost desire. And that's just like the, rea- the, the relationship 
of your nasha, of your of your nefesh to the nasha, of the nefesh to the goof. The goof is completely nullified to the nefesh, to the point where you're not, like I know I always thought as a kid, it's like you send a message from your head to your hand to do whatever. But Al Pitora, we understand that it's the rotson. Yeah, the actual rotson of the nefesh that causes the goof to do its things. So this is my rotson bringing my cup to my mouth. So my rotson is expressing itself through my goof. And there's no, there's no break. There's no, um, what's the word? Um, um, not loose connect. There's no um, latency. There's no broken telephone is what I was trying to, there's no, there's no gap. There's no difference. That's called a Markova. That's called a Markova. Your car is a Markova. Your car is responsive to you. I mean, it depends what kind of car you got. I've had cars that weren't responsive to me. (laughs) Cars in LA are probably responsive to their drivers, no? generally so so now that's the relationship and that's why mitzvahs are called Ivan Damalka they're not him they're the Ivrin Damalka the Misa mitzvah is the Ivrin Damalka we'll, we'll see it clearly if you don't understand that we'll see it clearly when we understand why Torah and him is called one but so so the question is does Hashem really want the mitzvah Avada, he really wants the mitzvahs. What what are the mitzvahs in this world in regards to like we've got matzah and 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 um matzah and tefillin and all these different things? Um you know, I don't know if we need to say that. And maybe we'll go back to let, let, let's keep going. That's a little bit off. Let's try and stay on track. So let, let's just quickly summarize what we've just said now. Mitzvahs are the panemius rotson of Hashem. Just like you want to go skiing, yeah, and, or whatever, yeah, he wants mitzvahs. Or like just like you like pleasure, just like you want pleasure, yeah, or like you want to live. This is the best one. Just like you want to live, which is a reasonless desire, and we, we need to know that very deeply. By the way, that's the same reason why you want to get married. Yeah, there's no reason why you want to get married. Same reason why you want to have children. There's no reason why you want to have children. You might attach reasons to having children. You might attach reasons to getting married. Yeah, but you want to get married and you want to have children because that's that's you. Like we've said many times, turn around to the sun and say to him, why are you shining? Look at you like, what are you talking about? I'm the sun. That's what I do. Yeah. So why do you want to live? And people will start thinking, well, but it's not true. The reason why you want to live is there is no reason why you want to live. You want to live. Reasons flow from that, but that's reasonless. But so too with the most fun, like basically everything that animals do are reasonless. There's no reason. That's called tether. That's nature. That's just like the sun shines. You want to have children. Okay. So, so. So the, the Hashem's, like you want to live, Hashem desires the mitzvah for whatever reason, which there isn't. That's Hashem. Maybe I should say this now. I'm going to say this very quickly, okay, but it's a side point, 
but it is very it's very it's very um um it's very amazing the the idea of if a guy cares deeply about time i think we mentioned this before i'm gonna say it again a guy has a genuine he really cares about time yeah the guy doesn't like to he can't bear wasting a second okay so i just came up with five different things that that might manifest itself as okay he invests in a high-speed internet and a very fast computer he wears slip-on shoes as opposed to laced shoes he buys a fuel efficient car with a large gas tank he invests time in learning keyboard shortcuts that nobody else does um and he blocks social media on his telephone or even better he smashes his phone yeah either way yeah. <laughs> either way those those five behaviors are an expression of a single a single thing of his you with me so let's just Sorry. say he is all about saving time that's who he is now that expresses itself in these five different behaviors quick internet slip on shoes etc so we can look at mitzvahs in that way as well. Hashem is an, an or pashut. He's not even an or pashut. He's a he's he's echad. You can say that. He's echad. So how can he have all these different desires? That's how it manifests in the world. So anyway, Hashem's inner will, his truest desire is mitzvahs, just like our truest desire is to live. His truest desire is mitzvahs. So he created this entire world with grass and sky and, and, and everything else in this world. Yeah. So there's the inner, there's the panemius rotson, which is the mitzvah. Then there's the chetsonius, the levush chetsoni, which is the stuff of this world. And then there's the Levush Panimi, which is the Maisa Mitzvah. That's the Levush Panimi on the Panimi Azratzon. So we've got like three levels. We've got him himself. Then we've got the actual Maisa Mitzvah. And then we've got the things of this world. When we take the things of this world and we draft them into Mitzvah activity, we're bringing them from that outer level and we're fusing them. We're bringing them to touch Hashem. They become, they, they're like, they go from being the most external level to being, to touching the most inner level. And that's called a makava, which is also called a limb. You fill your body, but you are not your body. This is the mitzvahs. This is the this is Hashem's relationship to the mitzvahs. That's why they're called the limbs of the king. We're clear. What was the word that you said? How do you say that in if, Ivrin? Ivrin de Malka. Ah, Ivrin de Malka. Ivrin de Malka. Okay. Now we're gonna switch gear. So that's the gavoldicness of doing mitzvahs. When you do mitzvahs, your your levush so your your um your your levush of Mysa, your 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 ability to do your ability to act becomes fused with the mitzvah like we said you become a, a chalik of the Mysa mitzvah 
And that becomes like a body for God, so to speak. Just like when your hand gives tzedakah to someone, your hand is fused with you. Your, your hand is, is, is responsive to you. That's what you are when you do the mitzvah. You've become a limb of God, a limb of the Rabbi Yisrael Mamash. That's called the Ivrin Damalka. Uh, what about Lysa says? Uh, let's not go there. That's a, that's more complicated, and we'll talk about that next week. There's a great question. Okay. That's Prit Um, And it's basically the opposite. Um, okay. So so mitzvahs are called Ivrin Damalka, oh. but but Torah is called Oyraisa Bukutcha Brecha Kulechad. Hashem and Torah is one. So when you're doing the mitzvah, there's you doing the mitzvah. You and the mitzvah. Or there's you and Ratzon Hashem. You're, you become the mitzvah. Let's say there's you and Ratzon Hashem. There's the one serving and the one being served. Now you're like a car, you're like a makava, you're like a limb, you're bottle, you're transparent, you're toffle to, to the Rotson Elioin, but there's still you and Rotson Elioin. Masha'ain came the Torah. With Torah, it's not a relationship of of bittel it's a relationship of erhod it's a yichud bittel is not a yichud bittel is a bittel i become subservient secondary transparent to x that's not a yichud a yichud is when two things merge mamash so now when we actually, when we learn Torah, the Torah is the Ratzon Hashem. The Torah becomes Malubush in the Maisa Mitzvah. So you eat the Matzah. You're eating the Matzah. But there's a distraction. What's the distraction? The Matzah. The Maisa Mitzvah is a shtickle distraction. It's a it's a it's a, a duck 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 machitza between you and the boynishloinam. But the actual halacha of eating the of eating the matzah, that's him, mamush. That's him, mamush. So when your mind is thinking these thoughts, You've merged much. We've got a beautiful marshal in in our generation. Uh, the, I believe the Balatanya would much dance on the table if he heard this marshal. I mean, he probably knew it anyway. But everyone knows how computers work a little bit. I mean, I I don't, but like it works on on off switches. Yeah, it's bi it's called binary form. Everything is just basically an like an endless series of on off switches. Every picture you see, every pixel, every every letter you see is like millions of on-off switches. On, off, on, off, on, off. Yeah. 
So now listen to this, because this is really going to help us understand this. Let, let's just say, I'm, I'm making this up because I don't know binary, but I'm just making it up, yeah? So you've got two switches. Um, one is off and one is on, yeah? And that gives you the number one. If both of them are on, it gives you the number two. Again, I think I'm making this up, but it doesn't really matter. Now, if you put a third switch in, two of them are on and one of them are off, that gives you a number three, etc. Yeah, you get the idea? Now, that means that the configuration of the hardware and the information itself is the same thing. The way the hardware is actually configured, on, off, on, off, on, off, equals a picture of me. So the picture of me is the information. That picture of me is created by the on, off, on, off, on, off. And if I was to flick one of those switches, it would not be a picture of me anymore. The information and the hardware is 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 one. It's like protein. Uh, it's like it's like proteins. No one knows anything about proteins. The way they fold and the their their structure is what they do. The way they look is what they do. That's basically what proteins are, which is the same as malachim from the parsha this week. The the way they the way they their their name is their shlichus. That's 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 what they are. Their name is their shlichus. This is the same idea. So so the way the configuration of the hardware is is the actual information itself. So when the information comes into your mind, your mind is configured. By definition, the way the information is configured, that's the yichud of you and the Rabbeinu Shloilam, at least your Levush of Machshava and the Rabbeinu Shloilam and the Nefesh Rakis when you're learning Torah. It's not a makava. It becomes one mamush. Okay, we'll try again. We're gonna try again. Well, can I ask you a question? Is is it come out that that the mitzvah itself is also just a means to an end? I wish you didn't ask me that question. So you know you can't say that, but it's kind of true in a sense. It, it it's 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 a lavush panimi. So it it's not it the Torah. Is the end the the reason why it's not a means to an end is because it is the it is a manifestation of of that desire. It's not like it's not like you have to get on the airplane to get to France to ski. It's the desire for the mitzvah manifests itself as the Misa mitzvah. So you, it's means to end, but 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 the mitzvah is further from Hashem in a sense. This is just right now. We're going to learn other things that show us that it's actually more important. But right now, in this sense, the mitzvah is a little bit further from Hashem than the Torah, because the mitzvah is the expression of the Torah in this world. So there's that subtle distraction 
of the Chomer of the world, or at least of the Maisa Mitzvah of the world, at least of the Maisa Mitzvah, where the Torah is the Torah. Hashem said this is Pata or Muta or Zakai. That's it. That's that's it. The thing itself is more removed, but the thought, the actual din, that it's pata or muta or kasha or zakai, that's the rabbinah shloylam. Do you realize what this means for us when we're learning Torah? Now, this is where, where the Rebbe brings it all down in his usual, uh, in his usual lemaisa, the way he brings it down lemaisa, is be misboining on this. And you will be in a very different state whenever you open up a safer. Meaning not that you're going to be going like, you know, with all fire coming out your head and stuff. Yeah. But you'll be in reverence. You'll be treating the Torah in, in, in the, in, you know, to put it, you know, people, the, the questions asked, why do we stand when the safer Torah, when the safer Torah gets carried from the ark to the, to the bimmer? Yeah. The questions, how is it that you don't fall on your face? That's the real question. You should fall on your face and start screaming, Hashem Elohim, Hashem Elohim, and not be able to move again. The only reason why that doesn't happen is because of our, our deep relationship with our body, which is the way we see the world. But the Torah's... So if only we could be Makayim these mitzvahs without the, the Misa. If only. <laughs> In his, no, I'm saying isn't that what you're saying? Like if no, no, if no, no, I'm not. I didn't say that because that's the no, because we're learning the the taiva the taiva is a dear betachtoinim. She wants to come into the lowest lowest place, which is dafka through the ma'aser mitzvah. We're missing but some esen- information. But essentially, the purest form, the purest form of the mitzvah, is the mitzvah itself and not the ma'aser. No, no, the the most the deepest bond with Hashem is through learning Torah. But Hashem wants more than that. He wants the Misa Mitzvah. So it's kind of paradoxical because like learning Torah is for you, doing mitzvahs is for him. What is the the Pirkei that says one who learns but doesn't do the Misim or something, right? So the Misim are... That's the point. Hashem wants a dear betachtoinim. Hashem wants to come into the lavush of this world, and that comes through the Maisa Mitzvah, not through the Lima Torah, not through the Lima Torah. not Bichlal, because like speaking, it's, like, it's the same idea of, Hashem, of Avram being mivatel uh, his devekis with Hashem to greet Hachnachasorchem. That's the whole. And, idea and, is it's not about Devekis, it's about I mean <laughs> forget it's real Devekis. Yes. And the and the irony is the ironic thing is is that although the merging is ultimate with Lima Torah, and it's not an ultimate merging, it's a bittle with a CSA mitzvah. With a CSA mitzvah, you're being Makaim his rotson on a deeper level, and that's more fulfilling to him. So it's like it's like you're in the relationship for him, not for you. And that's called a relationship. That's a real relationship when it's about him. It's not about me. 
but without Torah, there's no mitzvah. So it's and and I could I could argue I could give you I could argue for ten hours about how Torah is much more than mitzvahs. I could argue for ten hours how mitzvah is more than Torah, and and you should be having this argument with people all the time. Mamash, engage them in that. That gives Hashem a huge nachas when you didn't argue about what's greater Torah mitzvahs than who's more evil, Hamas or uh, ISIS. He gets much more nachas from the first argument. Much more nachas. That's do, we have a hetter, do we have a hetter to throw punches? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's even it's even bigger. All of this is bigger than, than tefillah as well. I'm not going to get into that too much now. But basically, this is the... See, the Torah is called the Soviv Kwalmin, the Or, the Or HaSoviv. Hashem, see, Hashem, we're not talking about, Hashem, like, well, there's so many levels that we're talking about here, okay? But the the level that the Torah brings of Hashem into this world is a level that if that light came into the world, the world would immediately just be a, um, be obliterated pardon me even the higher worlds all of the worlds so the the higher worlds also get their chias through Torah it's only in this world where you can actually merge with Torah all of the higher worlds are getting their energy from the Torah whereas in this world we're talking all of the highest worlds. Forget it's Sira and 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 Bria. We're talking into the highest levels of Atsilas, yeah? They're getting their chias from the Torah. They just get their chias from the Torah. But if they were to actually be exposed to the Torah itself, they would be obliterated. Whereas in this world, we are able to touch the actual Torah itself. That's mind-blowing. That's passionate, mind-blowing. Is the Torah, uh, this may sound silly, but is the Torah, is, is the Torah come through Tzimtzum? Obviously it has to, right? Because what you're saying is we wouldn't be able to... Uh, yeah, everything comes through Tzimtzum, but it's, compared to everything else, the Tzimtzum is like no Tzimtzum. Mm. But they're, they're, everything is, everything is with Tzimtzum. But the, um, but, but the, uh, but it's for all intents and purposes, it's without Simpson. For all intents and purposes. What do you mean? The whole idea of cows and 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 horses, goats, and the, the whole thing is Simpson. That's the whole the whole thing is a muscle. Of what the Torah? Yeah, cows goring. That's that's it's it's white fire and black fire. Yeah, black fire. no, but the panemius of the Torah. That that's all of its real. That's how it expresses itself in the Simpson. But the Torah itself, I think, is what Yoel was was referring to. The Torah right. itself, yeah. which is what, like the in the Moshe, we said about the guy who cares about time, how his caring for time translates as fast internet and slip on shoes. So the Torah itself in this world translates as cows and talisim and all kinds of funny stuff. Yeah, but but the Torah itself, which which is hit, say it in a different way. That's called the Orsoyer. So that brings in the that brings in this light, this this light that ordinarily would just annihilate everything. 
we bring that light into into creation through our Meister Mitzvahs and through our Lima de Torah, but it through our Lima de Torah. Okay, so we'll finish off by just saying this. So, so by the end, the Rebbe basically says, um, if you're misboining on this, the point of being misboining in this is not to bring you to any kind of like, like white eye, flippy payer kind of experience, yeah? This is meant to give you tremendous respect for the Torah Kadosha. That's what this is meant to do for you. If you have all these experiences and you feel a fire and you, I don't know, all kinds of funny stuff can happen, yeah? Yeah, okay, great. Just make sure you don't lose respect for the Torah. Yeah, if a person's like going whatever and he knocks his he knocks his chumash on the floor or he uh, whatever it is because of that, yeah, then it wasn't worth it. This is this is meant to bring us to a deep reverence for the Torah Kadosha. Not it's not about flying in the Oilamas and and experience. Experience is so it's so low. It's connected to your senses. It's so funny because we're like plutzing for experience, yeah. But experiences in the world of a seer, it's like it's so, it's cheap. so, it's so gut, it's so much. It's like yeah, it's cheap in like we've got access to, to the to the, to things that are so beyond experience that couldn't the, the you. It's like like the the older Rebbe's Moshe is the idea of trying to understand a mathematical equation with your hand. That's not what you're talking about. You don't use your hand to understand a mathematical equation. So too, you don't use your senses to experience God. How can you experience? That's like that's if you do, it's like a, a, a slither of a teeny, teeny shard of a shard of a shard of a shard keeps them out forever of God. That's what you can experience with your goof. So this isn't about having some kind of out of body experience. This is about mamash coming to a genuine relationship with the Torah, how you should be relating to the Torah. There's what to show we should all be. I'm talking to myself just as much here, maybe more. So then he finishes off. I, I pulled out a bit from the Gomorrah just to, um, he says that the, it says it actually backwards in the Mishnah, but there's this, if meaning you need a certain level of lower kind of fear to put you into doing the mitzvahs. And then the mitzvahs can bring you to a higher level of fear. But he says a really amazing thing. I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you a little bit of the Gemara from Yuma. Okay. And we'll finish in a moment. Every Talmud Hochum who isn't one shtick as in, He's not what you see is what you get kind of thing, yeah? You're not a good guy. Ain't a Talmud Hochum. I'm a Baye, the Tamer Rabba Ba'ula. Nikra Nisav, he's disgusting. Shne'ema, Afki Nisav Nelach, he's filthy, disgusting. Ishoise Kamayim Avle, he's like drinking disgusting water. I'm a Rabbi Shmuel, but Nachmani, I'm a Rabbi Yoichanan, my Dechsev. From the Pasuk, Lamazem Mechir Biyad Kasil, Liknois Chachma Velev Ayin, that why is the, why is this Kasil like, got, he's got money in his hand to buy Chachma, 
but he doesn't have a heart. Yeah, so they, the Gordon Moore explains. Listen to this. Oi lehem lesoinehem shel tamadechachomim. Oi to the, the haters of tamadechachomim, meaning these people who people who know Torah, who aren't the real deal. Yeah? He says, Oi to the ones who hate tamadechachomim, meaning them. Yeah? That they're oisik in Torah and they don't have yirishamayim. Machri zobi yanai. Rabbi Yanai screams out, listen to this. And this is from the this is from the Tanya in Perak Kafkim where he brings it. No, he didn't get it from the Tanya. The, the, the Tanya quotes this. The Ledate Ovid. Chaval, that there isn't a courtyard, but he's got a door. That's what it's called. Learning Torah without Yerushalayim is called having a door, but without a courtyard for it to go to. It's just the door. So he says, that they don't have a courtyard, but they have a door. It's like, they have two Gehenims. They have Gehenna in this world and they're going to have a Gehenna in the next world. So it says, Beresh is Broilokim, yeah? That's Rosh Hashanah's Baba. No, Baba Kama, Baba Basra, Baba Matsya, yeah? Baba means Shah, a gate. The Torah is the gate to the Boi That's why the Torah begins with the letter Beis. Because the Torah is the gate, the, the, the Aleph is the or that's in the Torah. That's also why the Gomorrah begins with uh, with Duff Base. Every every uh, every Duff begins on Base. Why? Because just because you've got that book open in front of you, there's no that doesn't mean that you're touching the Rabbeinu Shloim. You have to put a lot of work into finding the Rabbeinu Shloim. He's the Aleph, the silent Aleph before the Base, which is what our Asik and Torah is all about. Getting back to the other. Um, and then he finishes off the final thing he says and if for anybody in this year who didn't get any of that yeah which this took me to get and I don't I mean I hope I got it straight now but to give this over has taken me hundreds of hours literally of going over the same stuff over and over and over again so if you didn't get it do not feel bad and he says don't worry if you didn't get any of this, it's not my akev lemaisa. Yeah, keep doing mitzvahs anyway. That's the ikka. Ikka is the maisa mitzvah. If you have the big hasagas and you can feel all this kind of stuff, that's great. But never lose track of the fact that ikka is the maisa mitzvah, and that is perik kaf gimel for sure. Uh... Any questions? That was a. Uh... Uh... I thought you were going to say it's okay if we don't get it because you want us, I mean, you want to serve Hashem the Shema, so. If you enjoyed it, if you got it and you enjoyed it, then you're, you're, you're being, you're giving to Hashem your, your Oineg as well, which that's, that's, that's the biggest gift you can give him, to enjoy mitzvahs, to mamash 
Bemis Aneg on mitzvahs, it's not the pleasure that you care about. It's the fact that you're giving Hashem the deepest, darkest part of Oilem Hazer, which is your Oineg. The darkest part of Oilem Hazer, the, the least godly part of Oilem Hazer is your personal Oineg. So when you're enjoying the mitzvah, yeah, that's the reason why we want to be Miss Aneg on the mitzvahs. Not for the Oineg, because it's the ultimate Korban that we can give to a Boyle I think I know the answer to this question, but I, I just want to ask it. Um, what is considered Tyra? So, in other words, a book that a, a, a book about Hasidim, Maislach about Hasidim, and then you have a, a Hasidish Sefer on Kabbalah, and then you have Chumash Rashi, and then you have maybe a self-help book based on some Tyra concept. Are those all Tyra? I, I can't answer. All I can say to you is like this, is that... An Apicorus could be speaking word for word, Chumash, Gomorrah, Mishnayas, Gomorrah, everything. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear one teeper of Torah. Yeah? A Tzaddik could be telling you what he ate for breakfast. Kulu Torah. Kulu Torah. Wow. I have a question. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. You did answer it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear the question, but the answer I'm confused by. So the question was, what is considered Tyra? Is a self-help book based on the Tyra? Or a has, um, uh, great on answer. Sadiqin? Great answer. Yeah. yeah. That's why, I, I, by the way, that's why that book, the, 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 the inset, the, um, what do I call it? Reclaiming, reclaiming the... Yeah, reclaiming Sanity book. It's the only, because if, if I would write... If I would write some kind of book without any references to any psukim or any whatever, I wouldn't. I wouldn't read that in the bathroom personally. I mean, I hope I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. Whatever. I hope that that would be Torah, even if it didn't have any references to anything. You know, kadosh. I would hope in my. I would hope that would be Torah. So the only way of doing it was to pull out, actually, take word for word the words of this guy, of this guy, and. Uh, I was thinking by the Echat Tolly. Echat Tolly is the, is like Echad, but Taloi, like Talu Badava. It's like uh, it's Echad, but it's Taloi. It's almost the highest level of a uh, the highest level of good. <laughs> That's just my name. Can we clarify? Uh, there was we were talking about if Yitzi and I were clearing 